How are you, Sakti? So I want to ask you why in the first place did you actually agree when I asked you, do you want to do the B Everest? I just want to see if I could do it, right? I mean, like you said, uh, before I started training with you, the most I have done um, is like 106 miles, but that was, you know, in California, right? It was like only 4,800 or 5,000 feet. Distance-wise, 100 miles or whatever, you know, I think I could do it, but elevation gain, 6,000 was my long, my my most elevation gain. Even that, 6,000 was, what, six weeks ago, sometime in March when we did that, right? Yeah. So that was the most. So you basically talking about five times more than what I have done, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I don't think, I trust you, I'm sure, you know, you would kind of like make sure that I have the training, I, you know, gained that elevation and stuff like that. So I said, you know what, let me, let me see if I could do it. So even that when we did that 20,000, you know, I was, even that day I was thinking, you know what, it's like another two more uh, hills, right? If I do it two more times, I could do the 30,000, right? But I mean, I didn't want to do it. I stopped it, but um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was good. So you you were curious whether you wanted you can do it right that was the main reason. But yes, it's 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 uh, more than a curious. It's it's like how far can you take your mind mentally, right? How far can you push your body to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, I physically I'm sure I was able to do it, but just mentally, can you can I push it? Because I don't I don't listen to music. I don't watch anything. I'm just like. You know, that looking at nothing or listening to nothing for 18 hours, that's crazy, right? I mean, your mind wanders, you know, you just wanted to see if you could do it, so. So Sakti, he even told me that when he finished the 20,000, he even told me, you know, I can't believe that I'm actually doing it because it was only a few months ago that I can't even wash the dishes without my back hurting. So how long ago was that? What, what are the challenges that you had to, you know, we needed to make sure that it doesn't hurt or, you know, like we talked about the injury or surgery that you had in the past. I had like four shoulder surgeries, three uh, knee surgeries. I had one ankle and I have really bad back, right? I mean, I have um, herniated disc. I have spinal stenosis. So the space in my spinal cord is like, literally few few millimeters it's like two millimeters or three millimeters right so uh, i've been having this back pain for a long time like 10 years ago when i went to my neurosurgeon he looked at my uh, my mri report and he said your back is like a 70 year old back right that's my back is bad so a lot of times when i run and stuff my back hurts i don't tell you because if i tell you every pain i have you won't let me train <laughs> so i don't tell you but I mean, but I mean, I but I, I make sure that that it doesn't affect me in my future training, right? I mean, these pains, I lived with pain for all my life, pretty much. So I'm I'm kind of like used to it, right? So plus, I mean, the body maintenance it has helped me a lot. Um, before, even when I did that 5,000 k elevation, I mean, my back was hurting a lot. But now, since I have done all the maintenance work and you know all that stuff you you know uh, you asked me to do, since I have done all that kind of stuff, I think that helped me a lot with with controlling my back pain. I mean, I do I did have back pain Saturday, but it wasn't that bad. I could I was able to manage my pain. Actually, when he was talking about the back pain, 
it's not just running. Actually, when I, when I was teaching him swimming, even swimming, it, it's already hurting. Like when he kicks, for some reason, he cannot connect with his hip. I said like, move your hip and he cannot like, there's something going on. So something about the back and then her, uh, his hip. We're talking about him sitting on a saddle for 18, 17, 18 hours. He started at 6 a.m. And then there were breaks. So that's included that that's a total of about 18 hours. So that's long. And I was about to sleep. Well, I was, it, it was 9 PM, but it was midnight at his place, which is Virginia. So he actually ended up like around 1245. Give me top three things of what you learned on this experience. Just top three. Top three thing is when it comes to your your the day of you doing things, don't change your nutrition. Whatever you train, stick with it. Whatever your routine was, you know, uh, you know, before you start riding, you know, whatever you eat, you know, normally, you know, stick with your plan, right? Don't change anything. I, I kind of like changed it a little bit. And you know, I you know kind of threw up a couple of times and stuff like that, you know. So it was a big lesson for me, right? Don't Whatever you do, do it before, not that day. I know you've been telling that don't change anything when you do an Ironman or whatever race you are doing. Don't change anything, any routines, or don't try anything new. I think that was one mistake that I kind of made. Um, but but other than that, I mean, it. you know, actually, to me, it was just like another ride. I didn't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't feel I did anything big, right? I just like feel like okay, it's just another ride that was like maybe five hour ride or something like that. I mean, that's how I feel. I don't, you know, I, I, I send stuff to that Everesting group. They approved it, right? I send you that um, thing. So, I mean, I just like, okay, it's another thing. Okay, what is next kind of thing for me? I'm not trying to be cocky or anything like that. It's just, that's just me. Mind plays a huge role, right? I mean, it, it, it like you're, even if you're not feeling anything, your mind kind of tells you, hey, your knee hurts, your, your, I don't know, toe hurts, your something hurts, or you are hungry, you are not, you are dehydrated, whatever it is. You just gotta, you gotta look at it. Is it really your mind or is it actually hurting, right? I mean, so, so, so you gotta, play, you, if you feel like you're, you're, you know, you're cramping up, you gotta look at, okay, am I drinking enough nutrition? And then, like, when you take a break, go do a foam rolling and stuff like that to, 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 to actually see if it's your, if you are really hurting, right? Sometimes when you do foam roll, it helps and you kind of like, you, you don't have that pain anymore or you don't feel that stiffness. So all that kind of stuff helps, right? Um, so that, that I didn't feel any pain at all uh, during my, my ride because every, every time I was descending, I just go there and do a foam rolling, you know, my thighs, my quads and, you know, hamstring and all that kind of stuff. So that helps. And you just got to focus. I mean, um, you know, that was, that's pretty much it for me. Thank you, Sakti, so much. Eric. Hi, Eric. Yes, so, can you hear me? Yeah. Welcome. Hi. So we Thank you. Yeah, we have other athletes here. So let me just uh, tell them what crazy thing that you did last weekend. Eric was actually in the 30-day swim boot camp. I mean, he's been in that Australia outfit, and then he was in 30-day swim boot camp. He was actually our feisty shark. Yeah, he improved big time. Another strong athlete. Sometimes I have to like, you know, our athletes in tribe, I have to stop some of them. It's like, 
stop don't do too much you're gonna injure yourself but you know so i always watch eric knows about that he he's very good in communicating with me one of the accomplishment that he did last a month so day one i believe that was uh yeah it was saturday he beat his pr half marathon he's at, this one is actually his second half marathon ever and then on day two because we're aiming for the v everest thing i and then he's very busy and sometimes with the kids in the work so he said like let's do it so he did this one and it was 75 miles 15k feet elevation gain so of course life is not perfect he gets busy again so now okay eric can we do it should we do it are you are you ready how are you feeling so there's a lot of communication to that so that last saturday since sakti is doing it so that was helpful because both of them are in there i was also cycling but i only cycle 100 miles to support them so now eric he over, he exceeded, we only need 29,000, but he did 30,800 feet. I think he was on the roll. He did 130 miles. So 16 hours, 47 minutes. The elapsed time is 19 hours, 21 minutes. So there's basically, I look at his training peak. So there's like, a, you know, like 15, 20 minutes break on every hill. So these are the times when he goes to the bathroom, maybe take care of his kids or like eat lunch, right? Or definitely do the mobility the massage as needed so he can last long and he won't get injured congratulations eric how are you doing i'm i'm good i just got a massage and they worked on my legs and my back and my neck and so i'm still a little sore but uh better than yesterday i told you about this uh, v everest thing and i asked you are you up for it so and you said yes because i want the tron i don't want you guys to be the one who has colorful nice bike <laughs> so let's do it so it's about the bike right so anyway so uh, i want to know why did you end up like agreeing to it to do it i had no idea what i was agreeing to to be honest um i you know had about probably as when Stockley was i think on his last time up the mountain you know, he said, I didn't think it was going to be this hard. And I'm, I'm right there with him. I did not think it was going to be that hard. Um, I just thought it was time on the bike. But that was um, that was a challenge. That was definitely a challenge. So I, when you mentioned it, I said, yeah, the Tron bike sounds cool. Uh, if other people are doing it, I don't want to be left out. So why not? Let's go for it. And it was really as simple as that in making a decision. But it was a very naive decision when I did it. You mentioned about, you know, it was hard. And why did you say that? And when did when did you realize that? When I did the 15,000, then I was like, ah. you know, that's when it really hit me uh, mentally where I was like, oh, what did I get myself into? And I'm going to have to do this twice. And <laughs> that's when a lot of, honestly, that's when a lot of the self-doubt started kicking in was like, man, this is going to be, this is going to be hard. This is going to be, a, this is going to be tough. So, yeah. um, yeah, it was about two, two weeks ago, honestly, when I started feeling that way. So. Ah, gotcha. Any specific challenges that you had, uh, last Saturday and how did you get through it? Honestly, getting on the bike was probably the hardest part, just getting started because it was like, what I know once you start, you're not, you know, you're not getting back off. You're not, you know, walking away from this thing. So I kind of dragged my feet for the first part of the morning and made sure I had everything in place. And then finally it was like, you know, okay, it's time time to go, it's time to get this started. Um, and then once I got going, it was just one 
one lap up the hill at a time. You know, it was just like, we're just going to get this hill out of the way and come back down. I'll take my break and we'll just do it again. And we'll yeah. do it again. And we'll yeah. do it again. <laughs> Probably into the fourth lap, which would have been my, my 15,000. Then it was like, okay, I've already done this much and I can still keep going. But that's when some of, um, some of the leg pain started kicking in. Some of the foot cramps started kicking in. So I just knew that I had to really, really keep up on my nutrition and my hydration and my salt and, um, you know, make sure that I was doing the stretches in between and really working on my feet in between and just making sure that I was staying, you know, limber so that I could keep riding. I'm curious, what's the uh, weather in Arizona at the time when you did it? Was it over 100 or around 90 or just decent at least? Or was it pretty cool? You know, that, that day we got up to about 105. Um, my home, I think we were keeping around 78 inside, so the AC was definitely cranking, but it's still dry and hot, and I had a fan blowing directly on me. So, so I'm curious, you said it was hard at 15,000. Do you remember what you had to do to overcome that? It's like double the time, and it could be actually longer because, you're, you know, it's, it's just getting harder and harder. So how did you overcome it? What was... What was your uh, strategy on that? Or did you have a strategy? No, that's exactly it. It's something I, I read about running a long time ago, too, was a lot of us kid ourselves when we run these long races, when you get to that halfway mark and thinking that you're halfway finished and you're not because you're right. Your, your energy is draining and you're getting tired and you've still got a long ways to go. And so it's like when you're doing a half marathon, I don't count my halfway point and Tom, I'm at mile nine. So yeah. like with the 15, yeah. with the 15,000, it was, you know, telling myself, okay, don't kid yourself. You're not halfway. You still got a long ways to go. And just one, one lap at a time, you know, just make it up this hill one more time and regroup and, and do it again, just one lap at a time. And that mentally, that's all I was telling myself. Just, cool. just going to do one cool. more time. Yeah. So. Is there anything else that you'd like to uh, share in terms that help that helped you out during the actual ride? Like, for example, your kids or or what you ate or I don't know that you uh, you think that yeah. was a success. Uh, yeah, definitely the stretching in between, being able to change clothes in between, getting that fresh start. Um, there were a couple of times I just jumped in, the, in a cold shower just for like yeah. three minutes, you know, yeah. just to because I was, you know, I don't care how cold the house is, you're still sweating, you're still losing a lot of water. So um, jumping in the shower and cooling off my body and just kind of soothing, you know, with that cold water was really nice to jump back on the bike with new clothes, refresh, new socks, you know, stretched out, refreshed. And it's kind of like, you know, that cold shower in the morning, just like, okay, here we go again, let's do this again. And then, um, the other thing was, and you tell me all the time on my runs too, you, you even ride it in the training peaks, but focus on your form. And that's something that I have to constantly remind myself because every time I'm hurting, I focus on my form and my pain usually goes away. And I realize that I'm kind of slacking a little bit in my form and that's what's making me, me hurt. And so, you know, I'm not, I don't know if the, maybe you can tell me, I don't know if it ever happens where we practice enough where it becomes natural, but none of, none of the form is natural to me. So I have to constantly keep reminding myself about form 
um, especially with the cycling um, and not getting lazy about it because it, it's important, especially on a long distance like that. It's really important. I still remind myself on the four. I'm glad that you brought up the shower. I think that's a great idea what you just, what you did. It, it just kind of like resets your body. Hey, wake up, especially if it's cold. Yeah. It's just like, whoa. It's just like, you know, the body's like, okay, is it midnight? But then when there's water, it's like, you know, okay. It's a new day. It's kind of like that, I think. Is that what happened? What time did do you mind if you ask you, like, what time did you shower? Was that midnight or 11? Uh, no, I did that. I probably did the first shower after my fourth lap and then oh, maybe after number number six. And then, yeah, right after. Yeah, so it, it helped a bunch. So To just include on that one, I wanted to share you when I was crewing as the team captain of Luigi in Ultraman Florida. That's one of the things that we did he was falling asleep and we only had like last six miles but he was like falling asleep so what we did we actually have a container a tub and then through the water just give her give him a shower along the road and it's like you know it's like wake up again and then that actually helped out so also because at the same time you know like your motivation is going down that the heat the temperature inside the room when your core temperature, you're working so hard, okay, and you're sweating a lot, your motivation can be affected. So you did a great job, Eric. Uh, just one last, so what I wanna ask you is that, now that you finished it, is there something that you learned from it or did, do you resent it? Or is that something that you can take what you learned from it and then actually use the experience that you had? No, I'm really um, glad I didn't chicken out and I'm really glad I finished. There were a couple of times even throughout um, where my mind was telling me like, it's okay if you quit, it's okay if you stop, you don't have to do this. And then it was like, no, I'm, I'm gonna do this. And um, God, I would have regretted quitting. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm glad I did it. I don't, I don't know how soon I'll do it again, <laughs> but um, you know, and then at the end too, I. You know, I got to that 29,029 feet and I was like, God, I want to see I, this whole time. I've just been telling myself 30,000. And so I was like, I want to, I want to see that 30,000. So I, I like kept on going. It's like, what have I, I've come so far. What's another, you know, however many feet, you know, let's get to the 30,000. And then once I got to the 30,000, I think it was at like flag number four or five. Awesome. And it was like, Oh, what the hell? Let's get to the top. And, and that's what I've always enjoyed about yeah. running and triathlon is the the mental game and uh, you know, the, the keeping on keeping on when you don't want to, when you wanna quit. Right. And so that's probably that's probably what I would take away from this in especially in Iron Man because this was this was probably more challenging than my Iron Man race mentally. <laughs> Um, uh, to, to be perfectly honest. And so I, I love doing things that are harder than what your goal is, because then it seems like the goal just becomes easier. so much easier. Yeah. To me is to make the training so hard so that on the race you're smiling. So you have a good picture. Right. They did the V everesting, but it doesn't mean that they just jump. They had to go through the training. Anyone can do it. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Eric and Sakti. You guys are so generous to share what you, you're experiencing it. Yes, thank you. And congratulations, Sakti. Congratulations, buddy. Yeah.
Thanks to you, man. All right. Okay. Have a good night, everyone. And I'll see you again next, next week. Bye-bye. Good night. Happy training, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.